Japan's gun laws worked so well that they now need to ban crossbows. A bodybuilder divorced his sex doll wife and moved on with a new sex doll that has a chicken body and a human head. First GameStop, now gorillas. Redditors are pouring money into saving the apes. These are the weird stories for Wednesday on Weird AF News. I'm your host, Jonesy. This is the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian. Thanks for joining me. Japan's gun laws worked so well that they now need to ban crossbows. Oh, drive-by crossbow shootings. This is terrible. It's been said that if you outlaw guns, only the outlaws will have the guns. But that's not true in Japan. Japan has some of the strictest laws on the books forbidding the possession of guns. And they have very harsh penalties for using guns. If you fire a gun at someone in Japan, you can spend more than 20 years in jail. The penalties are so severe, they even deter the Yakuza, which is Japan's organized crime syndicate, from using firearms themselves. In fact, in 2017, you'll find this fascinating, there were only three people killed by gunshots in the entire country. That's like, there were three people shot in the Walmart down the street from me in 2017. (laughs) But, you know, human beings being what they are will always find ways to kill each other. And as it turns out, when you outlaw guns in Japan, outlaws will resort to other deadly weapons, such as, well, crossbows. That was my sound effect of a crossbow. Is that pretty good? Uh, I didn't know that uh, crossbows were so, so deadly. Um, I'm looking at a photo of one. I don't know. I guess I've never used one before. Never really held one either. I never. They look pretty Nasty, I gotta say. <laughs> yeah, definitely outlaw these. I can't, <laughs> I can't imagine robbing a bank with one of these, though. You, you certainly can't do a, a mass shooting with one of these. So in that instance, it's uh, certainly a lesser evil than a, than a gun. The Japanese government's considering, considering banning most people from buying, selling, or owning crossbows. This is after a series of horrific crimes using crossbows. And there's now pending revisions to Japan's laws, which will limit crossbow usage to sports, basically. The new laws will be retroactive. So anybody planning on using their handy crossbows for some shenanigans, going to have to turn them into the authorities or get a permit or face jail time. The penalties for using this weapon are likely going to be severe. Uh... But if you're using your crossbow for legitimate purposes, it doesn't say what those are, you're allowed to keep it if you are granted a permit. I assume it's for, like, hunting? You could use it for hunting? I don't know. Are there crossbow bars in Japan? I feel like crossbow bars. Well, there's axe-throwing bars. I wouldn't be surprised if there's crossbow bars here in the U.S. Just bring your crossbow. Guys, going to crossbow night (laughs) at the bar? Okay, this is ridiculous. Back to the story. It says there's been several grisly murders over the last decade that provided the impetus to crack down on these crossbows. According to Japan's National Police Agency, in the last 10 years, there have been 32 cases of crossbows being used in crimes with six people killed and 11 injured. That doesn't sound that alarming to me. I mean, how much violent crime is in Japan? Is it 32 cases of crossbows being used in crimes in 10 years? What is that, like three a year? That's nothing. Only six people killed in 10 years by crossbows? This isn't that serious. 
Yeah. I bet you there's more people killed with samurai swords than crossbows in Japan. Maybe not. I don't know. Just guessing. It's like to imagine there's more people killed with samurai swords. I mean, it's a game of whack-a-mole when you just start following the weapons, making them illegal. Well, we need to make this one illegal. Then they find something else. Now, after the law goes into effect in Japan, as it seems likely to do so, crossbow use will only be allowed at firing ranges and special venues. Recently released ex-convicts, drug addicts, and those under the age of 18 will not be allowed to own crossbows. That means kids aren't allowed to own crossbows. What do you think? This is Florida, huh? A bodybuilder divorced his sex doll wife and moved on with a new sex doll that has the body of a chicken and a human head. <laughs> no. Man, have you, have you sought therapy, sir? A bodybuilder who went viral for marrying his sex doll has revealed that they broke up. He's already moved on. I covered this story. I can't believe I'm doing it again. This is the last time I'm going to give this guy any, any voice on Weird AF News. You can't just keep being in the news, dude. Apparently people care about his sex doll escapades. So he broke up with his other sex doll. I mean, I, you know, this guy's got problems, of course. His name's Yuri Tolochko. He says his other sex doll and him hit a rocky patch early on. After his wife, Margot, broke down and had to be repaired. Yeah, well, you're a bodybuilder. You're probably just breaking her every time you guys have sex. What do you think's going to happen? You think a sex doll can handle... You look like you weigh 240 pounds, bro. You got to take it easy with Margot. What are you doing? Whacking her all over the place. No wonder she didn't last. I mean... Uh, apparently, while Margot was being rehabilitated in the shop, the Kazakhstan bodybuilder revealed that he cheated on her with a different object. Oh, no. What was it? A skateboard? Uh, <laughs> a Teletubby doll? What was it? What object? It doesn't say. I assume another doll. Was it a, I don't know, a ham? <laughs> Tolochko has since come clean on social media and it admitted that he and Margot are no more together. I am no longer with sex doll. Margot, no. I've moved on with to new object. He introduced his new wife to the world. This is Lola. This is he, he left a video on his Instagram. This is Lola. Lola has human head, woman's head, chicken body. Lola has a navel with depth, can be used as vagina. My penis can be inserted into navel. I'll show you this one day. No, don't. Don't show us, Yuri. We don't want to see you insert your penis into the navel of a sex doll that has a chicken body and woman's head. He's got 100,000 followers on Instagram. Unbelievable. I have 4,000. Apparently, I need to date chicken sex dolls to get followers in life. I don't even know. What are your followers even like, Yuri? Unbelievable. They, they really want to get updates on your sex doll marriages. He writes, I identify her as a massive chicken. <laughs> yeah. She identifies as a massive chicken, dude. You don't have to identify her. It's clear. I'm looking at a photo. It's got a chicken body and a lady head. I don't even know where you get a sex doll like this. Why would you make a sex doll like this? Who wants to screw a chicken? Then he writes, everyone, remember my chicken experiment? So then I really liked it. <laughs> I wanted such a sex toy. What was your chicken experiment, Yuri? Did you actually have sex with a real chicken? I assume that was your chicken experience. You had sex with a real chicken. 
remember my chicken? Did you did you post a video of you having sex with the chicken? <laughs> You're so open. It's way too much information. I wanted such chicken sex toy. I decided I would have a harem. There may be many of us in our family. It's a thrill. <laughs> now, I'm not ready to talk about the reasons for the divorce from Margot yet. Oh, yeah, because I'm sure it actually, it, it's, it makes rational sense. I'm sure of it. You married a sex doll. I think we all know that you're a crazy person, so we're not looking for a reasonable, <laughs> normal you know, response to why you got divorced from your sex doll. He added that he doesn't want Margot to break down again. So he's decided to unload her. What are you selling her on a used sex doll website? Do people buy? Is there a market for used sex dolls? You don't want anything that this guy's penis has been in. I'm telling you right now, just looking at him. Yuri also added that he wants to have several wives, as people do in some Eastern cultures. I mean, what you mean by wives like... Inanimate wives, sex doll wives. I mean, I am currently considering two options. I got acquainted online with another sex doll. I even decided to fly to meet her. She lives in Moscow. She's a sex doll. She lives in Moscow. You mean she's in a in a box on a shelf in a factory in Moscow, sir? Are you okay in the head, Yuri? <laughs> I can't. Man, you know what's sad is this guy's probably more successful than I am in life. <laughs> First, GameStop, now Gorillas. Redditors are pouring money into saving the apes. Oh, we got a finance story. This might be the first one I've ever done. The Wall Street Bets community is moving beyond GameStop and AMC, but its latest investment target isn't a stock or even a Bitcoin. It's Gorillas. That's right. Members of the Reddit group, Wall Street Bets who gained national attention for their role in pumping up the January trading frenzy of GameStop and AMC, among other stocks, rallied over the weekend to use their earnings to adopt gorillas through donations to the Dean Fossey Gorilla Fund. Ah, isn't that a nice thing to do? It's a feel-good story. They're saving the gorillas, which are probably endangered, I assume. It's lovely. Why gorillas? Well, it's a bit of an inside joke. Wall Street Bets members in that Reddit forum refer to themselves and others on their page as apes. It's part of the internal lingo in the Reddit group. Uh, this all started over the weekend when a member of Wall Street Bets adopted a baby gorilla named Urengano from this organization on behalf of GameStop. Since then, the Gorilla Foundation has received thousands of new adoptions and more than $300,000 in donations. This is great. I love this. I mean, using your money for good in the world. Isn't that fabulous? Wall Street Bets investors sent GameStop's stock soaring more than 1,500% at one point earlier this year. Uh, sparking conversation about whether individual retail investors' access to Wall Street is equal to that of large institutional investors. Uh, one Wall Street Bets poster said this week that the surge in donations to help save gorillas pointed to the benefits of making stock trading more accessible to individuals. Yeah, because individuals can then, unlike institutions, I think individuals are more giving, more philanthropic. It says here, some members of the group have in recent days also discussed donating some of their earnings from trading GameStop 
to workers in the gaming retailers' stores, uh, helping pay medical bills for people, helping the needy in their communities, giving wealth back to the little guy. Uh, the Dean Fossey Fund representatives said in a tweet that gorillas are in fact a great investment, adding that funds will go toward tracking, monitoring, and studying wild gorillas and their habitat. The fund says it is the world's largest and longest-running gorilla conservation organization. Gorillas live in the Congo Basin, the second-largest rainforest in the world, and a natural defense against climate change. When we save the gorillas, we save the planet. That's lovely. That's incredible. I like this story. It's really it's a feel-good story. I like wildlife. I, uh, I worry about wildlife. I worry about the rainforest. I mean, how can you not worry about these things? And, you know, this is a good cause. This is something good that you can do with your money. It would, you know, we have enough. There's enough money out there to make this place a paradise. There's enough billionaires that could get together and make the, the world a living paradise if they wanted to. They just don't. So it's nice that you got some of the little guys here that are helping improve the world with their money, use their money for good. I just love that. Feel good. Ah, yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining me once again for the weird stories from around the world. Thanks to everyone who sent me articles. Appreciate it very much. You can always do so at funnyjones at gmail.com or on Instagram at funnyjones. Or you can go to weirdafnews.com and submit an article or a link through that portal as well. Ooh, portal. What a big word. Yeah. Fancy. I don't know. I spent money on a website. Might as well use the damn thing. Uh, if you guys would like to support the show, you can join the Patreon and get additional bonus Weird AF uh, content. Is it content? Yes, that's the word, content. I'm trying to talk like I'm one of those people. <laughs> you enjoy the Weird AF News content on the Patreon. You can join for as little as $2 a month. Um, it's patreon.com slash weirdafnews. You get a nice feeling that you're supporting a five-day-a-week news show uh, that is just run by a guy in a closet, so that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, you know, I'm not NPR here, Okay. Just trying to do the best I can, recording in a closet, trying to pay the bills. Uh, so please consider joining the Patreon, patreon.com slash weirdafnews, and join the community of rabid Weird AF fans that we have in there. They're quality individuals. I, I simply adore them. And, uh, yeah, we have nice conversations and stuff in there. It's pretty cool. Join the club. Uh, what else? What else? I think that's about it. I'm going to publish a phone call or two after this, so stick around. If you'd like to call the show at any point, you know you can do so at 646-450-2012. Thank you so much for being here. See you tomorrow. Adults have things in their mouths all the time, too. Kirk-kirk! Kirk-kirk! Josie's sounding a little German over there. Too much. Hey, Jonesy, it's Michael from Iowa City. I was laughing out loud, amused uh, from Florida Friday stories because you seem so annoyed or agitated, perplexed. I'm not sure quite what the word was because in a couple of the Florida Friday stories, uh, the the uh, subject of baggies came up and reference to small plastic bags maybe sandwich-sized bags. I think police officers had found drugs 
inside of these small plastic bags, and they referred to them in the news stories as baggies. And it seemed like you were so agitated that the the uh, bags were infantilized as being uh, baggies, you know, rather than bags. You know, when I think of plastic bags, I think of something larger, like a shopping bag or or something larger than that, you know, maybe something you're going to put uh, dry cleaning in or something. And you just seem so agitated that they were, you know, diminutizing these uh, bags by calling them baggies. And I just was so amused by that. Um, you know, the original food plastic storage bag were called baggies, and they were introduced in 1955. They were uh, not like Ziploc bags that had a way to close them. Even the later sandwich bags had a little flip-flap top that you would close by flipping the little extra tab on the top of the sandwich over to keep the sandwich fresh. You know, Ziploc bags came much later in the late 1960s, but, you know, these original baggies, you would close them with a twist tie. And I think whenever, you know, this, the predominant package of a product uh, gets introduced, the predominant one, that's what people come to call it. You know, they say Jello, they don't say gelatin. Um, Xerox, I'm going to go get a Xerox instead of a copy. Or, you know, um, that's what people refer them to. And I think that's why so many people refer to small plastic bags as baggies. And, um, you know, they don't say Kleenex, they say, uh, they say tissue instead of, they don't say tissue, they say Kleenex. So, um, that's just the, the way I'm thinking of this. And further, baggies are textured. And to go with the Florida theme, they used to refer to them in the ads as being alligator tough. So baggies are alligator tough. And that just fits in with Florida. So anyway, um, small plastic bags are baggies. <laughs> so anyway, I just thought that was pretty hilarious that you were so annoyed by them being called that. Anyway, take care and uh, have a good day. Be safe, everyone. Yay!